10. Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Good morning, Jamie, and uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, appreciate you spending some time with us on a Tuesday morning. Tamale Tuesday. We're going to talk about that coming up in a few moments. But, of course, the big news this morning, the announcement made by President Joe Biden. So let's uh, want you to hear a little bit of what President Biden had to say. Um as his video was released this morning. And uh, here's just a little bit of what the president had to say. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom. More rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. I guess this is, uh, again, it's all relative. What you believe is uh, keeping us more free or less free. We have more freedoms or less freedoms. Uh, I would start with the Second Amendment. But, you know, again, let's just move on. Talks about knowing our country. I know America. I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect and treating each other with dignity. That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal, that everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. All right, so I'm going to jump ahead in this video because he just said, I know America, we treat each other with respect and dignity. I want you to hear that again. Listen to what he says carefully. I know America. I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect and treating each other with dignity. All right, that's what he said. Here, he jump ahead. Around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. <laughs> So I guess I guess the dignity and respect thing only goes to certain people. Others, you make them out to be extremists. Um, and I don't agree with anybody 100 percent of the time. I don't think I disagree with anybody 100 percent of the time. But I will say this. Um, this is going to be an interesting run because the president and we're going to talk more about this as the morning goes on. The president uh, is in the uh, has the advantage usually as an incumbent. Running for re-election. So what are going to be some of the keys to victory? Well, the economy better turn around. The inflation better drop. We better start seeing a leveling off these interest rate increases, maybe even a backing off of the interest rate increases. If we slip into a pretty big recession, he is going to be fighting a big headwind moving forward. Gas prices in Arizona are not – you can't blame all of this on Joe Biden. Um, our, our lack of energy independence, the green agenda, and I think this is going to be the number – if I were a candidate running for office, um, I would point out that as important as people in this country believe that climate change is, does, do we believe with everything else we're facing that it's the number one issue in the world? Well, this president does, and that's the way I would face it. That's the way I would walk into that conversation. I'm not running for office, but I will say this. Uh, the president, if this becomes a personal war, if this becomes a personality contest, this president's going to end up winning, depending on who the other who, who they run against. We have got to make this about issues and about things moving forward. This has been in the minds of many. 
that this has not been a success so far. Um, the poll numbers, and for everybody out there, this is where I get into the big arguments with people because being self-aware matters. When I hear from people on the other side, when I criticize the president and I talk about where he is and what's going on, um, uh, the response I get from people on the other side of this issue is, well, what about Trump when he said this? Or what about that about Trump? And first of all, Trump's not the president anymore. Joe Biden is. But secondly, you and I'm saying anybody out there that's upset by what I'm saying and you're about to respond with something or you just said to somebody next to you, what about Trump this or that? You think that Donald Trump is the worst president that has ever existed in the history of our country. And he's in a statistical tie with Joe Biden in polling for the presidency. Nothing to be proud of. Joe Biden's up two or three points in some polls. Um, That's nothing to be proud of. If you think that Donald Trump is the worst president this country has ever had, uh, Joe Biden's approval rating is about the same as Donald Trump's was this far into the first term. So it is an uphill battle. I'm not saying that uh, it's going to be a walkover for Republicans. It never will be. But you have to look at where you are. A a large number of Democrats said he should not run again. They didn't think that he should run again. But that same group of people that didn't believe he should run again also overwhelmingly are satisfied with his performance so far. So you've got a huge number of Democrats that are are happy with the direction we're headed. And so that's going to be a fight for the Republican candidate that is going to have to point out what's not successful in the minds of Republicans or independents or whatever. The other part of this conversation as we move into it is going to be independent voters. Which party, which party is going to understand that is let's let's go with the rematch. Let's say this is a rematch, Trump versus Biden. You already know the group of people that will not budge from the Biden vote, and you definitely know who will not budge from the Trump vote. They are yours. They are voting for you. They are going to campaign for you. They are going to, if you're a Trump fan, if he becomes the candidate um, for president, there will be the Trump trains that drive again. You will see trucks miles long on the roads, Trump flags flying everywhere. You're going to see it. But you have those voters. Who is going to be the candidate? Which campaign is going to campaign to independent voters? Is going to stop with the political speak, uh, you know, and, and the president talks about threats from MAGA extremists. That is that is just ear candy for people that you already have voting for you. The people in your party want to hear that. You know, it, it it's the uh, um, it, it's the basket full of deplorables comment from Hillary Clinton. Independent voters want to know what you're going to do differently. What are the successful things that you are going to do as president in your second term? Because both of them are running for a second term. Which one will win out in the in the uh, arena of ideas that cater to those independent voters that are not necessarily pulling a lever one way or the other? And you've got to be honest. If you look at polling in America, if this comes down to Joe Biden versus Donald Trump, most of America has already said they don't want to make that choice. They don't want to have to choose between these two again. So if that holds true and the independent voters by a large number don't want to see either of these candidates running, but these are the two choices, how do you convince those people that you're not only the better choice, but the right choice? In whatever campaign 
whichever campaign does that wins the election. How close the election was here in Arizona, we know, and I'm, and I'm going to, I'm jumping out on a limb here. I'm not going to cater to it. I'm not going to have the conversation about a stolen election because it doesn't matter right now. As close as the election was in Arizona, the fact that Donald Trump lost Arizona is, is, is seemed almost impossible to people. What does Donald Trump do? Does he learn from whatever it was so that that very small margin that cost him the presidency flips and he wins the presidency back? This is going to be interesting because it's not a sure thing that President Trump is going to be the nominee. I mean, it's it's likely. That's what everybody says. It's likely. But right now, we don't know. And if he is, there is now the question about the rematch because it seems like what America has said, and maybe it's not true, maybe once it happens, now that Joe Biden's the candidate for the Democrats, he's running for re-election. Now, I know he's got his primary challenger, but he's going to be the nominee. The Democrats now, instead of saying he shouldn't run again. He is. Now they are going to get behind him. I believe that to be true. The same thing with Donald Trump. The Republicans that say if he becomes the nominee, Republicans don't want to see Biden back in office. But it do the, does the rest of the country, do they sit it out? Do independents protest with their feet and not go to the polls? Do people say, I'm not getting involved in this again? These are all valid and interesting questions. I just wonder how it all plays out. And we start now. Trump is in the race. Biden is in the race. Now let's see who else gets in from the Republican Party. I don't think anybody else from the Dems are getting in. Who gets into this primary? How long does that primary fight go? And who comes out the winner? From there, if it turns out to be the rematch, I don't know which direction the uh, independents are going to go. Coming up in a moment, uh, we are going to talk about Tamale Tuesday. Why is this bill about home-cooked food for sale such a big deal? We'll give you details on it coming up here in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. And thanks for being here. As always, we appreciate you spending some time with us on the show. Um, we are going to be talking uh, a lot about this today, I think, because I think it, it, it's a sign of a bigger problem. Sometimes it just takes something small for people to rally around it. Arizona has been on a trend for close to 10 years now where we have gone in the direction of making it easier for people to make a living, both very wealthy, big corporations and for small startup businesses. This has been a trend in Arizona, and it's been working very well for our economy. And what we're talking about now proves that this is not necessary. Necessarily a partisan issue, that this is a, a, a nonpartisan, not even a bipartisan, a nonpartisan issue, that there are people out there that are Republicans and Democrats that start businesses. They have different political leanings on what should be done with their tax dollars, but they're industrious. They are um, good people that want to just make an honest living. And we've watched the trend to make it easier for them. So this is fascinating to me because this issue about the Tamale Tuesday, um, this goes back to was the 2509, I think, is the bill number for people that are making homemade food and selling it. 
and it was vetoed by the governor. It had huge bipartisan support in both the House and the Senate. And for some reason, the gut, well, when I say for some reason, we know what the reasons are. The governor said that she doesn't believe that there's enough oversight. There's enough safety measures in place. And what's interesting is I think this was the first misjudgment by her office, the governor's office. Uh, the Democrats are pushing back. The Democrats are saying, well, wait a minute. I mean, we understand regulation. We get it. But you're talking about honest people trying to make a living. All of us understand we, I think all of us have dealt with people that are down on their luck. We've seen panhandlers that are asking. Sometimes we give, sometimes we don't. I'm not even criticizing them. But these are people largely that are trying to make extra money. They're keeping a roof over their head by being industrious. Good cooks, they make great food, and they sell it out of a cooler, um, whatever it is. And this is outlawed. And the governor says, no, we, this we, and I just I look at this and I think this is an example of government overreach that every American understands. You and I want to do a have a business transaction. You want to sell something to make some extra money or make a living. I want to buy that from you. And the government says, nope, you can't buy that from this person because it might hurt you. And I'd say, wait a minute. If this was my neighbor, and I lived in a great neighborhood where we would see people doing this all the time, selling products in the neighborhood. And I just love the industrious nature of it. I just think it's terrific. And if if my neighbor, I, my, my next door neighbor is Paul. Him and his wife are great people. And um, this is when I lived in my old neighborhood. If I decided I'm going to make tamales and I take a plate of tamales over to them and say, here, I made a I made a batch. I want you to have some. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing says I can't give that to them. They can take it from me. They can eat it. I haven't broken the law. They haven't broken the law. It's not dangerous. But money exchanges hands, and all of a sudden now it's a business transaction, and you have to be protected from my tamales. Does that make any sense to anyone? So that's what Tamale Tuesday is. I have uh, a uh, the state cottage food industry in Arizona. It's a report that talks about the economic impact of the cottage food legislation in Arizona. Um, according to DHS, there are more than 14,000 participants in, a pro- in the program today. When you have people, and this is the issue for starting a business, and this is another area that this points out that needs to be exposed. The absolute overwhelming expense to people that don't have a lot of money when it comes to starting up a business. This is the startup cost. And so it's going through the process of incorporation and going through all these other things you have to do and the cost of this. You're talking about someone that's going to make 20 bucks, 30 bucks. It makes no sense to start a business. But you're going to take away their right to make money with some oversight that is non-existent and unnecessary. This is what people are pushing back on. We had a Democrat legislator on uh, recently who is up in arms about this and is saying that the Hispanic community and there are three Latina legislators from the two parties. It's a, it's a bipartisan group that are upset because you're seeing largely this is why it's called the tamale bill. We know that we see this many times that it is people from the Hispanic community that are doing this and this is har- hindering their ability to make money. And this is a huge mistake by the governor. 
huge mistake by the governor. Now, what we heard from the House side of things was they believe they have the votes to override this veto. But the Senate Democrats came out and said, we're not going to do that. So what what they are saying is, even though there's overwhelming support for this, we are not going to be the one that gives the governor a black eye with the first time in what decades that we've had a veto override. That's politics. That's politics. We talk about standing up for what you believe in. There is right and wrong. If you voted for it in the first place and you wanted it there when the governor vetoed it, why would you not vote to override it's uh, this to me is going to be an issue that sounds very small, but it's a much bigger underlying meaning. And I'm anxious to see how it all plays out. Gatos is going to join me in a few moments. We have the BQ poll question of the day coming. So stick around for that. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Yay, Biden's running for president again. <laughs> I can hear the excitement in your voice. Oh, joy. It's going to be such a great 2024 election. So what? what's the, do you think, now what happens? Oh. Because he's back in the race. Oh. So now yeah. he's declared. All the Democrats yeah. that said he shouldn't run again, most of them were still very happy with his performance. They just thought he was too old to run. Now that yeah. he's in, they do throw their support behind him, right? I know, and it's so bad. They're gonna just they're gonna support Biden. The Republicans are gonna support Trump, and this is the crap sandwich we're gonna eat in a so, year or so. So then, who wins? Who wins? Who is smart enough in their campaigns to win over yeah. the independent voters? I'm an independent. I don't want either of those two guys. But you got uh, uh, So are you going to abstain? No, I might. I, I I can't. I know I can't vote. I can't vote for either of those guys. I can't do it. I, I mean, if you put those two in front of me, I just can't do it. I can't do it. So you for should, different reasons. You all different think reasons. Of, think of someone clever to write in. Well, no, they've got. I think America has to give us a third candidate here. This has to be the time where somebody who makes sense, you know, to be able to sit in that chair, because it can't be either of these two guys. Um, I don't know who that is. I, I've told you before. I my I want to. I want Chris Christie. That's the guy I'd vote for. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, there you go. Can't vote for that guy either. Uh, I don't know. It's just disappointing, man. It's like, okay, we've got Biden who, you know, just is getting older and older and older. And then you got Trump who's a criminal. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Are you serious? This is the last, these are the two guys that they're going to float out there. So shame on these two parties. that, And they're both going to get behind their guy. And this is what we're going to most likely get. Um, you know, and it's yeah. just very... Very, very sad. What's your what's the question? What's the question? All right. Uh, it's much better. It's about the Suns. You oh, know, good. I picked the Suns. Suns. Suns in five. I picked it. Suns mm-hmm. in five. So uh, will the Suns close out the series tonight against the Clippers? Yes or no? I think yes. Mostly because that's my prediction. Usually, as you well know, Nostragatos gets this stuff right a yeah. whole lot of times. Yeah, it did not look good for you after game one, but it looks very good for you now. It looked really bad. I was going to try and weasel my way in like Suns and Seven, but I, I just I kept five and I said, oh, crap. We'll see if they may, might be able to do something. Well, it's a great question. Go Suns, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow after the big win. Okay, yay, Biden, yay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Gatos. That's Gatos. The big Q poll question today is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Just after nine o'clock, are we shifting in the Valley to electric vehicles? We'll talk about it 